Hello everyone and welcome to another installment of Learning How to Learn. On this episode, we're talking Hack Harvard 2018. Yes, Harvard University, where I got a chance to participate in a hackathon from students from all around the world. And it was such a wonderful time. And on this journey of everyone being a student of life, I would like to share my experiences about the hackathon and just talk a little bit about why hackathons can truly change society for the better. So let's get into it, shall we? Let's start with Hack Harvard 2018. So the premise of Hack Harvard 2018 this year was about creativity. And all the sponsors shared that momentum. We had sponsors such as Wix, that's right, www.wix.com, from Microsoft to Facebook to Google to SmartCar to some local Boston startups that were founded in Harvard University. Can I say exciting? Exciting! So to give you a little glimpse about the days. It was basically non-stop, non-sleeping. Now, they did say you can get some sleep, but a lot of people did not get some sleep because they were creating their products, and I was definitely one of them. They had caffeine and chocolate to go around, so people were really running on no sleep, but trust me, it's for the betterment of society, so we're all in. We're like, let's do this on a count of three. One, two, three, no sleep. Basically, that was the momentum and the energy that my group had, so I was very, very thankful for that because it inspired me to just keep going and keep hacking and creating and building. And so they had opening ceremony where all the sponsors got to share why they are there and what they hope to see from us and talk about their product. And it was such a great time because all the sponsors shared their pitches about their company and why it's very important to create and be inspired by technology. It was such a wonderful time being in the room with so many people that were enthusiastic to start hacking as soon as we got there and hear all the sponsors' stories and pitches about their company. And so they had different sessions in those days that we were there. They had tech sessions and meetups, and even Facebook had a really amazing session where it talked about technical interviews and how to succeed in a technical interview where people from Facebook, recruiters that were actually, yes, in the company, were giving us insight into what it's like to work at Facebook and how to get your application to succeed. So if you were looking for a developer job or possibly an undergraduate internship, Hack Harvard was a place to go. So it was really great hearing about all the different technological problems that were happening in our society and why we should be compelled and inspired to solve them. And I'm so thankful and so blessed to have been there and shared my thoughts and my experiences and also listen to other people's ideas and perspectives. And so they had a lot of different networking events there and it was just a great time to see different students and talk to them. I had a chance to interview so many different students about why they were there and what they wanted to learn and what made them want to come here and how did they feel so compelled to apply. And unfortunately, I couldn't get everyone on audio because I couldn't, but I definitely will never forget those conversations. And they had one thing in common. 
all of the conversations I had, the energy was extremely, extremely high and their enthusiasm was definitely higher. So I was very elated to speak with them. The future bright minds of tomorrow. So inspiring. And so on this episode, I want to talk about the power of hackathons and what they really can do and how they can solve problems. And also for students out there, hackathons are great from an HR perspective because they are the new recruiting tool. And so if you ever want to get your future dream job, just head yourself over to a hackathon, impress the judges, build, and your skills will speak for itself. And so I definitely want to share that with you. And so hackathons, you know, they come in different types of shapes and sizes and organizations from hackathons for social good, hackathons for technology, hackathons for healthcare, and each of them have a different premise and objective that we have to solve for. So no matter what you're interested in, look into your local city and find a hackathon that you feel compelled to, find some of your developer friends and start hacking because you never know the products that you can build and the solutions that you can have an impact on. And so I did some interviews with some people from the hackathon and I just wanted to share them with you on this episode. So if you are an aspiring entrepreneur or developer, just want to give you insight and just the energy and carry it back to my podcast and share it with you. Because I believe in our journey of student of life, it depends on who you run into and how you run into them and the lessons that you take in from that experience. So the lessons I learned were many, but the one important lesson I learned from going to Harvard University was that when it comes to your idea no matter how silly you think it is, always explore it, configure it, develop it, and you never know it could turn into something truly amazing, not just from a business perspective, for the betterment of society. And so if you're in your lab, where that's your desk or the library, wherever your lab is, the lab I call is, you know, my working space. You don't have to be a scientist. I'm always in my lab. I'm always reading about biographies of Elon Musk or Steve Jobs and just understanding the mentality. Once you understand the mentality of a successful person and you're compelled and inspired about what you love and what you love to create, you too can make a difference. So enjoy this episode about Hack Harvard 2018. And remember, the power of hackathons can be harnessed only if you are inspired and compelled to join them. So catch you next time, learning how to learn. Let's go Harvard Hack 2018. Hello everyone, we're at Harvard Hack 2018 and I have with me... Susan Ibach. Hi, Susan. And she works for Microsoft. And I'm going to be asking her some questions about her role and what got her into Microsoft. So, um, what was? How did you get to work for Microsoft? Like, what were you interested in studying for in university? You know, the funny thing is, when I went to university, I had no idea what I wanted to do. I was good at math, and so somebody was like, "Oh, you should do engineering." So I did engineering because I was good at math. But 
that was it. I had no clue what I wanted to do. Then uh, when I did engineering, I thought, yeah, I want to do hardware. But then on my first hardware job, I had a terrible internship. I had a bad boss. I didn't have fun. And then I, I had no clue what to do next. I was in a panic. I'm like, I thought I was going to do hardware, but I don't like it. And, and now what? Ah! So when I graduated, I ended up taking a job at a consulting company so I could try different projects to figure out what I liked. Yeah. And I discovered I love software. Wow. So that's like, so through trial and error. Yeah. I, I had no grand plan. There was no great plan for my career. Oh. A lot of it was, uh, I thought this might be what I like, but I tried it. That yeah. didn't work. So maybe I'll try this. So a little trial and error, a little exploration. Awesome. And if someone that's quite unsure to get into tech but really finds it very interesting, what piece of advice that you wish that you heard when you were younger that you could tell someone today? Oh, I think the best thing about tech in particular is whatever your passion is, you can combine it with tech and that's when magic happens. So if your passion is dance, yeah. then you go, okay, how does dance and technology mix together? And you think to yourself, I don't know, maybe I can do video analysis of dance moves yeah. and, and determine like where I'm making mistakes in my dancing to, to better analyze for judging in dance competitions. Wow. Or if my passion is, is um, art, you know, and I think that's the real magic happens when your passion combines different fields combined with technology. So, so I really think you, you have to find what you're passionate about and find out how technology can apply to it. Because if you're passionate about it, there's going to be times when you try and learn and it's going to be hard and you're going to get frustrated. Yeah. If you don't care enough about it, yeah. then you're going to just go, I forget it, I can't do it. But if you really want to do it, because you're like, no, I want this for me, exactly. you're more likely to stick through it and make it happen. That's awesome. And what are you excited about most today um, at your experience at Harvard Hackathon? The students, projects, like what are you excited about the most, do you think? Anticipation-wise, oh, it's always about seeing the projects. Yeah, uh, the best part of the hackathon is Sunday morning when you've had the conversations all weekend. People have come over showing you bugs in their code, and then Sunday morning you see the projects and you see what people manage to build in 36 hours. Yeah, and I just my I am always amazed. Some of them are just fun and make you laugh. Some of them are like amazing technology, right. and I just think, wow, you know, I would have probably just spent my weekends in university at the pub. <laughs> so the fact that they're here. Building this cool tech in the weekend, I love seeing what they build. That's awesome. And if, what is your favorite part at working at Microsoft uh, that you would say that just motivates you to go to work every day, that's part of your passion? I think what I love about Microsoft, there's two aspects. One, you're never bored. I have never had a make-work project at Microsoft. I've had jobs in my life where there were things you felt like you were doing, because like when you were a student, they didn't know what to do with you. That, there is no such thing at Microsoft. Everything you do is real work, and I, and I know the impact of what I'm doing. So when I'm working on something, I know why I'm doing it, and I know what impact it will have. And that, for me, knowing how I'm going to impact others with my work, that really motivates me. That's awesome. So here we have it, Harvard Hack 2018, Microsoft. And you, I don't even have to tell you guys the website. You already know the website, www.microsoft.com. Build amazing products, and maybe one day you might win the Imagine Cup. That's what I'm hoping for, FYI. <laughs> so much for your time. I truly appreciate it. Do we have a card by any chance? I Okay, so I'm at Harvard Hackathon 2018, and we have... Rhea from LH. L may you tell us a little bit about yourself and um, Major League Hacking? Sure. So I am currently a senior 
at Purdue studying computer science, um, but I work for Major League Hacking as a coach, so my responsibility is to help represent events in the official student hackathon league. So we just go around to different hackathons, we bring all of our sponsored products, and we just support the hackathon community at large. That is so awesome. And for someone that is, let's say, looking to get into technology but is a little bit unsure, what piece of advice would you give to them from your experience? I would say the best piece of advice that I can give is just to go into a hackathon and like completely dive into the experience. Like you are surrounded by so many passionate individuals, a lot of them who have experience to different tech or some who are also just looking to try new things. So it's like the most dynamic, best learning experience you could possibly have. That's awesome. And what would you say your favorite hackathon that you organized, not to be biased by Harvard, but was your favorite <laughs> one? Like you could say that you learned, like you learned not just the students, like their inventions were interesting, but you felt like it's a good hackathon for someone to maybe start off with? Yeah, how about start off with? Starting off with. That's yeah, what? That's yeah. a very hard one. Because I... You're the hackathon source. <laughs> <laughs> so I've had a couple personal favorites for people who like really like the large environments with like a lot of buzz. Yeah. I really recommend events that are really big like keep penups or M hacks. They all have like a thousand plus hackers. So oh. there's like a ton of people to learn from. Um, awesome. But if they're a little more intimidated by that kind of space, going to like a smaller local hackathon yeah. is always like a really good experience because you get to really know the organizer and the events and workshops are a lot smaller and like easy to access. That's awesome. And since you're studying computer science, uh, what is your thoughts on, there's this whole like phenomenon going to coding for social good, and I'm really interested in that. So what, what is your thoughts on that, and people, wh why should they be interested to learn more about it? So I think the field of technology has advanced at such a rapid pace to the fact like it's really become permeated in every aspect of society. And so people who are in the world of tech really have this unique opportunity to contribute to something at a greater good, right? Like it's we are at such a large scale that like being a part of something bigger is something that like anybody who comes to a hackathon or is really even interested in just learning about little pieces of tech here and there really have the ability to actually contribute. So exactly. Yeah. Well, that was all for our major league, league hacking. hacking. Thank you so much for being on. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much. So more interviews by Harvard Hack 2018. I'm going to be interviewing. What's your name? Fen. Okay, and she is a contestant, and she is going to be sharing why she chose to be competing in Harvard Hack 2018. So why did you choose to compete this year? So first of all, like I'm Canadian, and like I'm interning in Montreal right now, nice. and Montreal is really closer to uh, Harvard and my school. I'm from Waterloo. Waterloo is like 12 hours away. Montreal is like 8 hours away. So oh I was really gosh. happy that I was in Montreal and I go to like more hackathons in right. eastern uh, US. Yeah. And then like Harvard, I had never been to Harvard. So I was yeah. like, oh, visit. And also like I checked um, the challenges they posted. It was, they posted a bit late. But yeah, then I, when I posted, I was like, oh wow, it's like so many possibilities. Yeah. And that's why I was like, oh, that's so awesome. And what was your favorite part so far? Like the, the sponsors, the speeches, the demos? Like what's your highlight so far before going into the competition that you've seen? I think yeah. that I really like the opening ceremony because yeah. the sponsors were so like passionate about their products. Yes, they were. Like it was really fun and I, it just made me feel better. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, if you could take away one lesson from this hackathon so far, what would it be? Um, let me think. It's more like um, there's a... 
there's a lot of tech that you don't know about yeah. that you should find out. Yeah. And that's, yeah, it's like discover new things. Awesome. And what advice would you give to someone that wants to one day attend a hackathon but they are nervous about their tech skills? Um, I don't. Th- I don't think you should be nervous because like, like you just come in here to learn, right? Yeah. And there's so many like resources. Right. Like, people like sponsors are here to help you. They have like people here all the time to answer your questions. So you just like enjoy and like go ask questions because you can. That's awesome. And final thoughts at Harvard Hack 2018. What's the first thing that? What's the first word that comes to your mind when you're here? Harvard Hack 2018. It's amazing. <laughs> awesome. And that is one of my interview portions. Thank you for listening. Catch you next time. And um, about your about SmartCard, like what inspired you to start SmartCard? Yeah, so what SmartCard does in a nutshell is we make it easy for developers to communicate with vehicles over the internet without using any hardware. So you can do things like pull the odometer reading, location, or remotely lock and unlock the doors of your car. And what inspired us to do this was actually our own struggles in trying to build an application for our car. We were both software engineers and back in 2014 when we saw that cars had connectivity in it we thought it would be so cool we could build an app that connected to a car and we had a uh, failed attempt at building a Google Glass application that caught off to a car got it only working on a few vehicles and we thought there had to be a way better way to actually communicate with cars app building is easy but talking to the car itself to get the data is a pain and it only and it required a lot of work and we wanted to work across multiple brands of vehicles so we went out and set out to build out an API platform that solved just that problem. That's and awesome. today we support nine different car manufacturers on the platform. And that's it. We, the product is up and ready. And people tonight are able to use the API to build some cool applications. Awesome. And where can people access the API? I know it's like open and out yeah. there. The API is accessible at smartcar.com. Um, if you go on there and you can click sign up and create an account or jump over to the documentation and see the full API over there. That is so exciting. Okay, and one last question. For someone that's, let's say, like any students that are listening that are really interested in entrepreneurship and one day wanting to start their own company, what piece of advice that you wish someone told you before you got into this? Hmm. <laughs> I would say to... Uh, really think about what you want to be doing and how much time you're wanting to invest into it. Uh, Entrepreneurship takes a lot of energy and a lot of effort, but it's so rewarding in what can come out of it and in what you see, the the team you can build, the great people you get to work with every single day to see your idea come to life and become something more than just you. So it's really exciting, but take your time in figuring out whether it is for you and figure out what exactly you want to be spending your time on because you're going to be spending a lot of time on it. So make sure it's something you love when you do choose what you're going to do. Exactly. Well, thank you so much, uh, SmartCar and your name again? Sandcast. Sandcast. Okay, it was a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you. listening. I just want to conclude by saying when it comes to hackathons and my love for technology, it is so important to always stay creative, to stay open-minded, and to not only develop the code, 
when it comes to writing with a specific programming language, but also to develop your curiosity code. Also develop your challenge technological narrative code and also develop your own perspective code. Because at the end of the day, when it comes to technology, it's all about finding solutions. And the best solution you can find is yourself. And understand what platform works best for you and why you love doing what you are doing and what motivates you to unlock your own inner code. And remember, aspiring developers and all technological enthusiasts. As Sheryl Sandberg once said, If you are offered a seat on a rocket ship, don't ask what seat. 